the more people understand that clutter is not just their stuff, but it's anything that's like clogging their life and keeping them from living the life they want to lead. We can bust through that in every area. You're listening to Real Marketing Real Fast, the only podcast that brings you unfiltered, undaunted, insider information on the latest tools and technologies for online marketers. Prepare to dive deep into marketing myths, breakthrough models, and cutting-edge strategies that will have an immediate impact on the growth of your business. And now, here's your host, marketing expert, Doug Morneau. Well, welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Real Marketing Real Fast. Today, we're going to talk about conquering the chaos in our lives, your life, my life, and just the way that we're working in our business um, as entrepreneurs, business owners, and marketing types. Now, my guest today is going to share a really interesting story. So if you're interested in learning how she helped a client uncover $2,500 in checks, $800 in cash, and a $250 gift certificate in less than four hours, I suggest that you tune in. So my guest today, I met at an event put on by a friend of mine, Justin Shank, at uh, Growth Now Movement in Reading, Pennsylvania. And uh, that's uh, Carrie Thompson. Now, Carrie is the owner of Conquer Chaos. She attended the University of Florida where she received her bachelor's and master's degree in special education. And she taught that for eight years before a career change brought her to professional organizing. And her business was launched in 2007. Uh, in 2014, she completed a rigorous training program, became a certified productive environmentalist specialist. So I don't want you to think, oh, wow, that's a lot of information. What I want you to think about is, is how can you find time, find margin to do the things that you like to do, be more productive, have less waste and and increase your sales and marketing and not miss opportunities by the tips that she's going to share. So Carrie's educational background has given her a very unique perspective on how different learning styles impact organization, time management and productivity. So what she does is she helps her clients create and maintain systems that address their individual issues. So it's not a one size fits all. She's very passionate about helping her clients streamline and optimize and organize their environments, both professionally and personally for productivity and peace of mind. So Carrie has spoken and taught workshops at companies such as uh, Hewlett Packard, North Virginia Birth Services, Long and Foster, uh, American Disposal, and numerous others. But she really had the honor of speaking at a TEDx talk and 600,000 people have downloaded and watched her video. Carrie likes to, uh, she implements the same systems that she uses with her clients in her own workspace to keep uh, her busy schedule flowing. So this gives her time to do things, her favorite things such as uh, spend time with her family, hiking, reading, and watching the Florida Gators. So with that really long, hopefully informative introduction, I'd like to welcome Carrie Thomas to the Real Marketing Real Fast podcast today. Well, hey Carrie, welcome to the Real Marketing Real Fast podcast today. Hi, thank you for having me. So excited to connect with you. Uh, we connected on social. I've been following your posts and looking at your content and thinking, man, this stuff is really, really cool. And I remember just taking a screenshot and saying, I need to follow up with this person and reach out to see if they would uh, be a guest on our podcast. So I'm, I'm glad you accepted my invitation. Of course. So uh, just before we got uh, we got recording, um, I asked you a question, and I think what I'll do is just re-ask the question, and okay. that is, what is what is your superpower? Because lots of times, you know, people go, well, I don't know what my superpower is, but you clearly know what you do to help people. So why don't you share that with our audience? 
I do. So I work mainly with people who are very overwhelmed, overwhelmed in their office environment or their home office environment. And my superpower is being able to assess quickly and break things down into the easiest steps and the smallest parts. And I think a lot of that has to do with my background. My background is in special education. And I had students that were very capable, but they needed things made into a more simplistic form. And so I've carried that over into my work with my clients where I can look at all the chaos they have going on and I can easily break it down. Okay, this is what you need to do. Step one, step two, step three. Well, that sounds amazing. I mean, uh, you're a little bit too far away to do that for me, but um, there's some days I'm just overwhelmed and <laughs> looking at everything like, okay, where do I start? Nobody's too far away. I work virtually. <laughs> I actually have clients in Japan and Ireland and all over. So, yep. <laughs> well, I, I have been in your fine state. I was down in Lynchburg, Virginia, working on a tech project. We were hiring. Oh, okay. um, so Ericsson was closing down their tech division there. And so I was retained to go um, recruit a bunch of these guys and set them up uh, in a new company. So nice. very, nice. very beautiful That's a pretty area. area. Very pretty area. So where do you normally start with people? So someone at some point reaches out to you and says, help. So you've got to the point, you know, you're a, a business owner mm -hmm. or you're, a, you know, working in a company and you just feel like I can't, I can't manage everything that's going on. Okay. And they, and they, is that typically what, uh, what causes people to reach out and call you? It is. It is. I've had a lot of people who get very frustrated because they know they're wasting more time in their day than they need to be, whether it's looking for things or managing email, that type of thing. I've also had people reach out because they've lost money. I had a client who reached out to me and said enough is enough because she missed out on a speaking engagement for a very large fee because she didn't turn the form in on time. And so she, wow. yeah, it was, it was painful. It was, it was painful. So we set up some systems for her so she could keep track of her to do's. But basically, if someone comes to me, whatever the reason is that they're feeling overwhelmed in their in their life and in their office, the first thing I do is a, I have a scorecard and it asks questions, everything from about the physical space. Are you comfortable with the amount of time you spend on email? Can someone else come in your office and find what they need? How would you feel if you were audited? All those type of things. So that, that scorecard. <laughs> now, that would cause... That would cause a lot of stress. Nobody wants no, to be audited. No, no, no. So I start with that and that gives us a score. I'll share my website at the end. That scorecard is actually in a digital form on my website and mm -hmm. anybody can okay. take that. You don't have to be a client. Anybody can do that. But Can I take it anonymously so you won't know that you it was can. me? I, 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 I don't oh, like okay. that. I never like when I get the anonymous <laughs> ones, but you can. <laughs> Feel free. Um, so that's step one. Okay. I have them do a scorecard. Because of my background and because I understand that very often the reason people feel that they can't get organized is because they're trying, they're trying that something that someone tells them they should do. And because of my background, I understand a lot about how the brain works and different learning styles and ADD and ADHD. And so the second thing that I have clients do is a learning style assessment. Okay. And I think that really differentiates me from other people who work in the office organization yep. because that's not a common thing. But I think it's very important to understand because there are definite ways to set up your environment based on your learning style. So that's step two. And then step three is I have a five-step process that I lead my clients through. 
And step one is state your vision. So we talk about where they are now, where they want to go, what they want to accomplish. And during that process is where I hear a lot about where the gap right. is. Right. So they're, they're going, this is, here's my score. Right. This is my vision. You're going, there's a big, there's a bunch of stuff that's missing in mm-hmm. between. Yeah. Right. Well, that's really cool because, you know, and one of the reasons I thought this would be a great topic for our listeners is it doesn't matter what you're doing in business, whether you're working for somebody else, it's your own business. In you know, in the, these days where, you know, people seem to be working sometimes crazy hours and, and the movement away from a 40-hour work week, you know, I think that's the reality we should be doing. Um, they just can't do that because there's too much other mm-hmm. stuff going on. And I think if you can get yourself organized and productive, you can produce more in less time. We talked about Chuck Balsamo as an example. And that's, that's one of the things I know he coaches his clients on is I want you to only work four days a week. Yes. And they're going, but I'm overwhelmed right now. I said, yeah, mm-hmm. well, you're going to need to figure out how to do it in four days <laughs> instead of five days. So, yeah, people sadly where, you know, you ask how everyone's, it, I mean, do this as an experiment, go out and just ask 10 people today. Oh, how are you doing? And at least nine of them are going to say, oh, I'm so busy. Yeah. And it, it's just become our standard answer and we wear it like a badge of honor. Absolutely. And it's, it's really not. Yeah. Oh, I'm working so many hours. Like, well, why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're right. And and I think, I don't, you know, I'm, I can't speak for the women, but I can obviously speak for a lot of the men who think it's as an ego thing. It's like, yeah, look at me. I'm grinding, you know, I'm grinding 60 hours a week. I'm going, so, you know, when's the last time you went on a date with your wife? Right. Well, I'd like to, but I'm real busy. It's like, hmm. Yeah. So, so I think obviously organization affects your entire life. And, and in my personal life, the things that have made the difference for me is it's given me more time with my family, but more importantly, it's given me more time with my health. I mean, the other question you'd ask people is, you know, what are you doing for your long-term health and wellness? Oh, you know, I'd love to fill in the blank, go to the gym. I'd love to go for a run. I'd like Mm -hmm. to go for whatever. I just don't have time. It's so true. Yeah. Yeah. I define, I mean, we talk about being productive and my long title of my certification, which is a mouthful and I very rarely say, is that I'm a certified productive environment specialist. And, but what does that mean? And we define productive environment as being able to accomplish your work and enjoy your life. They're both equally important. Oh no, you got to enjoy it too. Wow. That's amazing. (laughs) Exactly. What a novel idea. Well, what's been really funny is whether you're a fan of Gary Vaynerchuk's or not, is his move to do what makes you happy. Yes. So for a long time, it was about grind, grind, grind. And he's going, well, if you're going to do that, why don't you find something that makes you happy? And and uh, I quite frankly don't understand why people work in things that they do that they don't enjoy. But yeah, the, um, that makes a lot of sense uh, that mm-hmm. your environment supports you and you feel good about wherever it is you show up for work. Right. So when, when you start working with somebody, how long does it normally take before they you know, they actually catch their breath. They get a little bit of like, oh, they, you know, they, they can breathe that stress, that tight chest that just kind of goes away. Well, usually most people feel it in our very first session. Okay. And a lot of it is I'm, I'm giving them permission to work with their strengths instead of fight against their strengths. Right. And because I've worked with so many people in so many different types of offices and so many different types, so many different settings, I almost feel guilty sometimes because the suggestions that I can offer seem simple sometimes, but they make such a huge, huge difference to people. So I think even if there's a lot of work to be done and they need improvement in many different areas, many different systems, I would say the vast majority of my clients feel relief 
right away, first session. And I, I think that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would just knowing that I've got a professional that's going to help me, it would say, okay, I'm not alone. Let's start with that. So we don't have an answer yet, but I'm not alone. Someone's going to come alongside and, and, and help me work through this. Right. One of the simple things that I teach that gives people a lot of freedom right away is I teach that there are only three choices you can make about any piece of information, whether that's paper all over the top of your desk or, you know, in boxes under your desk or wherever it's hiding or email and digital things. And there are only three, three choices. And people look at me and, you know, cock their head to the side. And, but every piece of information can be separated and can be gone through by asking yourself, file act toss. So the acronym is fat. It's not pretty, but that's, but it's easy to remember. And so if you have, let's say you have a stack of paper and you pick it up. So those are the only three choices and file would be things you want to save. You you don't need right away, but you also don't want to get rid of it. And I teach people the different types of files. And then the second one is act. And so those are your to do's. You know, I have to pay this bill. I have to call this person back, that type of thing. And the rest of it is toss. It's trash or recycling. And then it works the same way with email. Is it file? Am I going to put it in a folder because I might need it later? Am I going to act on it, forward it, respond, or am I going to delete it? And so I teach that. That's one of the very first things I teach. And I think that's one of the reasons that people feel relief right away, because no matter what their you know top five problems are, so to speak, that system helps people cut through a lot of information and a lot of backlog of clutter really, really quickly. And so it's helpful. And that make that makes sense. And I'm I'm assuming, you know, maybe I'm not assuming incorrectly, is that part of the act may be to actually delegate it. Yes. Yeah. Like I said, you know, with email it might be to forward or yes, it could be, you know, hand off to your assistant or, you know, whatever it is. But yes, act is just anything that you're not gonna throw it away, you're not gonna save it for later. It needs something done with it, it needs an action done with it, but it doesn't necessarily mean you. Right. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, you know, these days, I think, you know, from what I see in talking to entrepreneurs and business owners is that people are are overwhelmed in so many areas of their life. Yeah. You know, uh, so we've got, you know, as the boomers now, we're supporting our our, our growing kids and, and, and we're looking after our parents. So you got the home front and then you've got kind of the stress in the marketplace and, and how the world's changing and technology changing and the workforce is all dispersed. And yeah, so people are just, just totally, uh, totally overwhelmed. They are. And people think of, cl- okay, I have clutter and people think of it as the physical clutter, the stuff that's in your office, in your closets. And then very often people can wrap their brain around digital clutter, especially now, because I think it was 1975, it was first, you know, put out there that we were going to have these paperless offices and paperless lives. That's funny. And (laughs) I know all we've managed to do is make a bigger, faster, but hidden mess. Yeah, that's (laughs) right. Because I I do a lot of um, screen share with people, with clients who, you know, if it's a virtual client and just get the naming conventions and the files and things under control. So a lot of people now understand digital clutter, but we also have noise clutter, you know, not just necessarily if you live next to an airport, but notifications and dinging and, you know, just because it dings or buzzes or rings doesn't mean you have to answer it or answer it right away. And then we also have 
emotional clutter, you know, like negative patterns that we've developed and we have mental clutter, expectations put upon us or our endless to-do list, you know, the things that are keeping you awake at three in the morning. Right. And so the more people understand that clutter is not just their stuff, but it's anything that's like clogging their life and keeping them from living the life they want to lead. We can bust through that in every area. Well, and one of the other things that I think in terms of clutter is really, and I guess maybe a better description of it is noise, is all the stuff that's running through your head, Yeah, like you said. So I, I did learn, and one of the things that's been very helpful for me, and we had rolled out and kind of suggested to all our staff, was this is you need to get a trusted a trusted way to record stuff that you want to remember or do later so you can get it out of your mind. Right. You know, if you're working in a creative position or you're a thinking position where you need to be beyond what you don't need is hey you know you know johnny's got a soccer practice tomorrow and sam's got a dance uh, recital and got all these things running through your mind so like you said get them organized Mm -hmm. and and then free up your brain to to um do what you'd like to do with it and that's be more productive more creative um at your at your work and so then you're 100 percent at work or hopefully 100% of work. And then when you're at home, yeah. all your your work stuff is organized so you can be with your family and be 100% at home. Yeah. And I have a lot of people ask me along those lines that you're mentioning. I have a lot of people ask me my advice, like, should I use digital calendar? Should I use a paper calendar, you know, day timer type of thing? And the answer is it it doesn't really matter. It's whatever. <laughs> it's not what you should do, but it's what you yeah. will do. <laughs> What will you use? The only advice that I give people is you need one. You need one system and you need to stick with it. And then you can reevaluate later. But I've I've seen so many people with, you know, an an eye calendar and a Google calendar and a wall calendar. And and so it's, it's not that any of those are bad. It's that you don't know where to look. So... Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, years ago we we started uh, with with our kids when they're super busy and, and involved in like seem like the hundred activities. Uh, we actually set up a Google Calendar, a family calendar, mm-hmm. so we could get everything organized. And that's when I learned the leverage of these, you know, of the online calendars. So people say you have a family calendar. Well, it used to be Outlook, and then we moved from Outlook to to Google. So yeah, we have a Google Calendar, and our kids all their activities are in there, and everybody can add stuff. And so we can at a glance see where everybody is and what all our commitments are. Yeah. And it made life really simple, but it seemed a little bit over, you know, over the top for some people. How could you schedule? It's like, you know what? You know, we got three kids going three different directions. There's two of us. Um, we need to figure it out. The people that use that and use it well really like it. And there are also some apps that you can use that do the same thing. But an interesting story. So I'm coaching a, a high schooler, a teenage girl on organization and her life management. And she has been diagnosed with ADHD. And her parents thought that they were doing a really good thing as far as doing a family Google calendar and her activities and her part-time job and everything. And when I sat down, my first consultation with her, she said, she just admitted, she said, I don't like using apps. I don't like looking at the calendar on my phone. And it was so interesting for someone that age group sure. to say, no, I just want a good old fashioned paper calendar. Uh, but she had been, she'd been afraid to, you know, mention it to her parents because, you know, of course they're always accusing her of being attached to her phone, but that was obviously for different reasons than 
than time management. <laughs> right. And I guess that's where, you know, looking at their learning style. Exactly. I mean, we've, we've gone through at work and with various um, clients and even hiring, we've had um, staff go through personality style indicators so we can get an idea of what their personality and style is. So how do they react under stress and what's their language that, you know, how do they like to be? So you, like you said, it's about finding what works for you. So what works for me works for me, but may not work for you. So I'm not going to impose that on you. Um, right. Yeah. Totally makes sense. Right. The biggest one with people is when they have to have, uh, I mean, everybody has some form of action file, whether that's current projects, client files, you know, papers that you use on a regular basis. So everybody has some form of action file that they need. And if things are going to get really messy in my clients' lives, that's usually where it is. I can't find the phone okay. numbers for this. I can't find this. And but that's also a, the most fun area for me because you can have the most uh, flexibility. For example, like I say action file, but it doesn't have to be a file. I have some clients that use binders and keep, you know, each different project in a different binder. Some use like um, clear envelopes and you can color code those. The coolest one is I had a client, she was an event planner. And we set up her office. She had her files. I did my follow-up and she said, nope, I hate it. I'm like, okay, what, what do you hate? <laughs> and she said, I, I, I'm not, she's like, I'm not a file person. She said, I put these in the drawer and I put it away and, you know, out of sight, out of mind, I hate it. And so I said, okay. And so we brought in one of those um, like step up files that can sit on the corner of your desk. Yep. And I said, okay, well now they're more visible. And next checkup, nope, still hate it. And so we quickly figured out that she just, files just didn't work for her. So what we did, it was really neat, is she took each of her events, so each of her clients, and she put them on a clipboard. And she had someone in her office, we put like a two by four and they painted it and they put nails. And then she had, each client had a clipboard and she could grab it, she could go, she could add, she could take away. She knew exactly where it went when she came back to her desk. And then when those clients, you know, were no longer active, then she put it in a file and put it away. But that's what worked for her. But she wasn't afraid to say, no, I hate this. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do this file. But action, action files are really fun because you can come up with a lot of creative ways. Yeah, that's really neat. And I think for it in my business, and I know certainly with some of my clients, the overwhelm also, in addition to all the stuff that we've talked about, really comes from new information. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I was at a, I was at a seminar, I was at a, you know, I was at an event and I heard, you know, five great speakers and this guy said, Hey, buy this book and this person's using new technology. So you get back and you've got, you know, dozens of new ideas. You've maybe subscribed to some email lists. You're following more people on social. So you're really increasing the noise level and the volume of information that comes to you every day. Yes. It's, it's hard. I fall into that trap as well. And when I find myself, if I sit down and I open my email and I have all these great ideas that come from, you know, different lists or different teachers, trainers I've subscribed to. And when I open it up and I, my, just my whole body sinks, like, ugh, <laughs> then I know it's time to either unsubscribe or put some in a folder to read later. It, it just, it, it is, it's, it's too much. And that's what I've done for my email is I have a read, a read later folder. Mm -hmm. 
And what I try to do is because I've now kind of figured out where I'm most productive in terms of my time of day and energy. And so I will move the read later file and that's what I'll do after three o'clock. So after three o'clock is my brain starting to turn to mush and I can't produce productive stuff for a client. It's like, okay, now I'll catch up on my reading. That's really and good. I, I can go through, but yeah, so it's like I take that yeah. or if I need to clean off my desk, I can do that late in the day. So I'm still doing something that's productive, but it's not high value work. Right. And it's very important to figure that out, your productive times. I've been known when I have big projects or big deadlines coming up, I've been, my, my brain gets clogged. I've been known to just head to bed at a ridiculously early hour and then get back up at four because at four, <laughs> wow. I can plow through it with such clarity, but I know other yeah. people would, you know, get like cold sweat thinking about that, but you do have to figure out what works for you. Yeah. One thing when you said you you can put some things in a in a folder to read later. One thing that works for my clients also. So let's say you do attend, you know, you said like a workshop or a convention or something, and you come back and you have a lot of good ideas. One thing to do is to transfer just the key points that you want to remember, or maybe you just want to remember the person's name and their website or you just want to remember the name of a new product to check out later, you can use something like Evernote or I use, because it's very simple for me and a lot of my clients like, it's a web um, cloud-based site called Workflowy. Are you familiar with that? Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, I introduced that to my, to my wife and my daughters and they use, they're primarily use it for shopping now. Yeah, so it's like, yeah hey, I actually, yeah. one of my tabs on Workflowy <laughs> yeah. is um, gift ideas. Yeah. But so what you can do, and I like those two because they're the most searchable Yeah. and you can like, I have different tabs and you can do this in, you know, whichever program you want, but I have different tabs for social future, social media ideas, or like I said, products I want to try or things like that, because I used to be, I used to be a very heavy like paper person. I had a lot of notebooks with paper and binders with paper and little slips of paper everywhere. And using the workflowy has really helped me get rid of a lot of my paper clutter. And use and I like using one of those programs, whichever one you use that's searchable, because then you don't have to worry about losing it into the black hole of your computer somewhere. Yeah. Or your, or your, or your naming sequence. So yeah, yeah, I introduced it to our family when I first found the tool, I don't know, three, four five years ago. Mm -hmm. And, um, it, it was just my daughter, my youngest daughter that likes it cause she loves lists and my wife. <laughs> and so they work well together on that. I've, I've stopped using it just for other reasons, but they, they still love it and still use it, uh, use it today. Now, one of the hacks that I've, I don't know whether it's a big deal or not, but in terms of saving stuff, I mean, one of the things I see is I get all this, all this stuff comes across my desk or I'm on social media or I'm on your Twitter account, for example, and I see something you post and I go, that's really cool. So I click on it, think, okay, I don't have time to read that and I want to read it later. So what I found was really simple for me is using my iPhone is when you can, when you can forward that, that article. Yes. What I do is I send it to Slack. So I've set up a, a, a channel on my Slack called reading. Oh, Okay. 
And so it's really easy because I can do that with any piece of digital content mm -hmm. and just drop it into Slack. And then when I'm at my desk or wherever I am, my laptop later, and I pop it up, I've got the reading files. I can read the stuff I want, delete the stuff that I don't want to follow up with, and then then take, like you said, an action item. Hey, I want to have a conversation with this company. But I just found that Slack has been the easiest way to share because what I did, what I used to do is put it in Evernote, which was a multi-step process and a bit slow, right. or I would email it, which just add to my email inbox, which I clearly didn't need. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you know, what's funny. It's like you and I are we're familiar with these, right? So we're talking easily about these different things and Slack and workflow. And what happens, I, I talked about my superpower in the beginning. And yes, yep. what, ha what happens is like, I can almost feel some of the listeners like, oh, well, what is that? What is that? And what, you know, what does that do? And which one should I have? And, and that's what happens with my clients is they, they think they need to have the latest, greatest thing. And well, you know, Sarah said this and Joe said this. And, and that's where I come in. I say, okay, what are your goals? What do you need to accomplish on a daily basis? What tools are you already using? What do you like? What do you hate? And then we go from there and, and make a plan because People think that, you know, they have to do it a certain way and you just, and you just don't. Yeah. Like you said, find what works for you. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm using a, um, a 200 page single notebook as we're talking and I keep notes. So I keep, so I keep handwritten notes of kind of the highlights of my day. So it's, it's less about journaling and it's more about, you know, here's the, you know, your five-step process. So you only have to make three choices, the, the fat file act toss. Mm -hmm. So, you know, with even with all the technology, I still like a pen and paper. Right. So that's my, you know, that, that's, you know, one of the styles I enjoy. So do you, is there a story of a client, you can name them or not name them up to you, that, <laughs> that you help them, you know, with a, like a major aha and breakthrough. And at the end of the day, they, you know, had either less stress, made more money, found their ideal mate or whatever the outcome was <laughs> that they wanted. That was, that was their vision. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't had anyone tell me that that's their vision yet. <laughs> I, I that would be an interesting one. Um, <laughs> find the perfect person. Gosh, I have so many. I'll I'll just I'll say a couple like quick little snippets of one. So one back when I used to do a lot of a lot more residential back before 2014 when I got my additional certification, I did a lot more residential organizing, and I had a client who hadn't slept in her bed in two to three years because it was just piled with stuff. And so when I was able to get have her like reclaim her own space and her just her bedroom, that was huge. I will never forget that one. My most recent business client, she works for an insurance company and she has an office, but she also works from home a great deal. Yep. And so she she had a, a huge backlog of paper. And so we went through that really, really fast. I've been called a paper ninja before, which I love. <laughs> I, can, <laughs> I can go through a lot of paper really quickly. So we did that. But it was when I mentioned the simple things often making the biggest difference, she was actually the person I had in mind. So one of the things, and this sounds so silly, but I always talk about the magic six as far as the six things you need in your office. And one of the elements of the magic six is you need to have nearby, very close to you, trash can, recycling, and shredding. Okay, yeah. Like within, oh, yeah. you know, arm's reach. And you think, okay, Carrie, yeah, great. I'm interviewing you for you to say you need to have a trash can. But you wouldn't believe 
how many people don't have that right nearby and just the like the stress it causes them during their work day and it's so silly so I just had we had an extra bin left over from sorting and I put it under her desk and she has a lot to shred and I said well you know just stick your shredding right there as you go yeah and it was so simple but she kept and she kept laughing at herself she's like why is this my favorite thing that we've done today why is this my favorite thing but the other thing we did for her was I set her up with a, it's basically a modern version of a tickler system. Yep. Where, and mine that I use and sell is called a Swift file. But basically there's a folder for each month and then a folder for each day, day, one through 31. And she had a lot of, her business is very paper centric. She couldn't do a lot digitally. There were a lot of papers she had to save and she had to remember to do them or pay them or take an action on them on certain days. So setting her up with that tickler system where she had a folder and she could drop it in. Okay. I need to do this on the 14th. I need to do this next Wednesday and she could drop it in. And she was, she was a really quick learner and she just embraced that system immediately and started every morning. First thing, taking out the folder. Okay. These are my to do's for the day. And she just, she, as I said, she really embraced it. And she said, you know, that it, it was, you know, I, people say these things and it sounds silly, but she said it was life-changing for her. The other thing that she said was, and we set up files. She had never had a very good searchable file system. And so I helped her with that. And then one thing that we adapted for her that I don't normally do is we had a box of files that sat on that. She had a very large table she could use as a desk. And those were her files that would go back and forth between her home office and her business office. And she just, she never had a place to put them. And so she was losing things. We found, gosh, going through her office, we found, I think the grand total was $400 in cash and (laughs) about $2,200 in checks. Wow. And some of the checks had expired, but she was going to, you know, try to go back and see if she could still cash them. And then we found a, I think it was a $250 gift card to a really, really nice restaurant. And so she had forgotten she had that. So, um, but before I even left, I think I had to go do something or go use the restroom or whatever it was. And I came back in and she said, guess what? She said, I just sorted a whole stack of paper, because like I said, there's always more, people always spend more. She said, I just sorted a whole stack of paper. I filed some, I threw some out, I knew where it all went. And she said, that literally has never happened in my entire life. That's amazing. I know. And I only worked with her hmm, four hours and I went back for a follow-up and we ended up working on something else because she had completely integrated everything and everything was working. She didn't even need a follow-up. Well, I, I like, you know, I like what you're saying because you're trying to adapt to where people are at, their environment, their style, uh-huh. and, and, and you know, not force feeding, you know, it'd be like me saying, hey, you know, you should eat liver because it's good for you and my kids aren't going right. to eat liver. So, you know, for other people right. are going, I'm not using Evernote, I hate it, or I'm not using technology, I hate it. So like you said, find what works for you, but just be consistent. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and, and use it. It's all about the flow. I mean, you want to walk into your office or sit down at your desk and it's all about the information flow. 
I mean, I tell people you need an inbox. Yes, that sounds old fashioned, but where do you put your mail that hasn't been sorted yet? Yep. Where do you put things you haven't looked at yet? You you need these simple tools so that when you sit down, okay, this is what I do first. This is where things get like you just it's all about the flow. And, you know, for the creative people that, you know, are looking at all these shiny new objects and all these new marketing tips that come out. I mean, I just keep a book, an idea book. Mm hmm. So, but it's a place that I mean, you can put all that stuff. Like, so that's my inbox for, new, like you said, you've, you've got, you know, new ideas. They yep. go over there. Yep, I do. And I look at them, you know, from time to time and think, yeah, I, you know what else I have on there and I keep on Workflowy is speech ideas or like simple tips for clients. And so sometimes if I know I'm, I'm going to give a spotlight or I'm going to be interviewed or something, I will just quickly read through those tips and it jogs my mind. So you could do that with, with anything, really. So what are you most excited about in the next six to 12 months and kind of your business, your industry, and you know, how things are changing? Oh, goodness. Okay. So for me personally, a little, I have to back up a little bit to answer this, but so what I do with people in their offices and their companies, I'm very good at it. I'm very good at deciding what systems, you know, analyzing what systems people need, helping them implement. But what happened is my business took an unexpected turn. <laughs> I guess most turns are unexpected. Um, in, two, in 2017, I did a TED Talk. And my TED Talk was on what I hinted at earlier, how clutter is not just stuff, how we have emotional clutter and, you know, spiritual clutter. And, and so I honestly thought it was a bucket list item. I was very excited to do it. I thought it would go on YouTube and like my mom would watch it and that would be, you know, end of the story. And what happened is it was not just my mom. I think I have 600,000 views or something like that now. And people started contacting me and they were saying like, I really resonated with your story. I think you'd understand me. I think you wouldn't be judgmental, et cetera, et cetera. And so they asked me if I would do virtual coaching. And I said, well, you know, I'm not a life coach. I don't play one on TV, <laughs> that type of thing. And, but people, they said, well, I have this clutter or I have this, or, you know, I have these papers and I don't know what to do with. And so I took on some virtual clients and those, those people have done so well and they've been asking for more. Like, can I have an accountability partner? Do you have more training that I could watch online? That type of thing. And so it's actually been my clients pushing me. And so finally in January, I am launching um, an online group coaching program. And oh, so, congratulations. Yeah. Well, good for you on the TED Talk. Thank and, you. And congratulations on launching your first uh, online uh, coaching. Thanks. Yeah. And it's, it, like I said, it wasn't my idea. I was, I was pushed by my, by my own clients, which is pretty cool. Well, and you know, the point I emphasize there is that, you know, I think as business owners, you know, or even if you're working for, you know, an employee, we get these opportunities that come up in our life. And if you're and what I found, I speak for myself is if I'm not organized, mm -hmm. I, I, I can miss, I can miss the opportunity or I'm overwhelmed and I can't see how can I make that opportunity work. So, you know, if you were already working, you know, 50, 60 hours a week 
and it was just in chaos and your clients are pushing you to say, hey, you know, I want you to go online. You're thinking I can't go online. I'm doing this and I have to build a website and I have to do social media and I have to do video and I have to blah, 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 blah. And the list goes on. So, you know, my point, listers, is, you know, how many, you know, how many opportunities are you missing or turning away because you're overwhelmed and in chaos Mm -hmm. in some part or all parts of your life. So, you know, that has a direct effect to your bottom line, your happiness and your profitability of your company. Yes. (laughs) So true. Yep. So what's some of the bad advice you hear? So if you're out at a cocktail party and you're having a glass of white wine and you're walking around chatting to some folks there um, and you, you overhear a conversation around people being, you know, productive or time management or organizational, what's, what's, you know, not, I'm not asking you to name people, but what's, I'm asking, <laughs> okay. I'm asking you to name, yeah. what's, what's the bad advice you hear and you just want to go over there and go, nope, excuse me, I have to interrupt this conversation. Yes, yes. And I won't name people, but I do get a lot of dropouts from some, like some gurus that people try to follow and they're like, ah, I can't do it. Um, <laughs> so I mean, I think the first one is just what we've been saying all along. It's anybody who's trying to fit themselves into someone else's program that doesn't really work for them. But a big one is having to, when you set up filing system, I always hear people say, oh, well, you have to have a category for this and you have to have this and it needs to be color coded or it needs to be alphabetized. Or First of all, an <laughs> alphabetized filing system is never going to work because what happens when you have to put in another word, you know, you're going to get thrown off. So my, mine is pretty pretty different in how I do it. And I do use a searchable one where you can use keywords. So that that's one that drives me crazy when I hear people talking about what you must have for your filing system. I think another one is, like I mentioned earlier with the calendar, well, you have to do this and you have to sync it with this. And um, some people, like, like you said, some people still like paper. Yep. And it's not it's not going to go away and that's okay. So I think I think when people look down their nose at anyone who uses paper, still that one grates on me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think another one is, hmm, just when people talk about how, like in an office setting, how everything is someone else's job. And I think everybody needs to take accountability for what they need to keep in what form they need to keep it for how long they need to keep it. You can't just, you know, dump everything on, on on another employee. I think I've, I've heard that recently. That's why that's sticking out to me. Yep. And I've heard some of those as well. I've had the lectures about, Hey, you need color coded files. You need this, you need that. And it should be alphabetized. So it's Uh like, sure. So I file our interview under Carrie Thomas and then I want to go look for it. And I'm thinking, what was her name again? It was Conquer the Chaos. Okay, I'll look under C. It's not there. Yeah. Maybe it's under P for podcast. Um, yeah. So, well, really cool. Yeah. So, two last questions, and I'll let you get yeah. back to helping people uh, be more productive. Um, one is, who's one guest that you think I absolutely have to have on my podcast? Well, I am a little biased, but I personally think you need to have my business coach, Darnielle Jervy Harmon. She is amazing at what she does. She's amazing at marketing. She's amazing at quick to the point business makeovers. She's a dynamo and she's fabulous. Well, if you'd be willing to make an introduction, that'd be awesome. And I'll reach out to her and that'd be great. Yes. And then the most important thing. So for people who are going, hey, this sounds really good. So aside from uh, checking you out and looking at your TED talk or listening in your TED talk, where do you Mm -hmm. want people to reach out and connect with you, Carrie? 
Okay, so two ways. If they look at my website, which is CTC, which stands for Conquer the Chaos, ctcorganizing.com. Like I said, there's the scorecard on there, and there's actually a link to the TED Talk on there. So that's a good place to start. And then there's all the icons where they can choose where to follow on social media. But I would also like to offer... Um, an office transformation blueprint, which has the things we've been talking about on it. It has the phylac toss. It has the magic six, everything you need to include in your office. It also has the questions you need to ask yourself to decide if you need to throw something away or not. And so I'd like to offer that to people. So I would like to say if they text the word clarity to 878 clutter, which is 258-8837. So the word clarity to 878 clutter, and I will get them that blueprint. And they can, it's, if you're a self-starter and you don't need that much help, then you can, you can take that and run with it and it would be invaluable. And if you do need more help, then of course we can talk. Well, yeah. And if they're, con you know, people are concerned, having listened to our conversations, they reflecting back on it, they can get that blueprint as a start. And when they find uh, $2,500 in checks, $800 in cash and a few dinner <laughs> and a few dinner gift certificates, they can, they can phone you because now they've found budget to have somebody take them to the next level. Exactly. It's removed that obstacle, hasn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> So I just want to say thanks very much for taking the time today and just uh, sharing with us, uh, with my audience, um, you know, some some really helpful tips, techniques, and some ideas around um, getting organized and being more productive. Yes. Thank you for having me. So there you go, listeners. There's another episode of Real Marketing Real Fast. And today we didn't talk about marketing, but, you know, if you don't have time in your day and you can't find the contracts, um, you can't find the marketing plan that you're supposed to be working on because it's buried someplace or misfiled, um, you can understand why having your office organized and being productive uh, would be super helpful to you finding time for marketing or finding time for your family or making time to get healthy. So I just want to say thanks again uh, to Carrie Thomas for being my guest and uh, I welcome um, I welcome you guys if you want to have any questions reach out to Carrie she's left the uh, her information for text we'll make sure that's in the show notes uh, so if you uh, are driving don't uh, don't text while you're driving but uh, head over to the website and do that so I look forward to serving you on our next episode that's all for this episode of real marketing real fast now it's time to take your marketing to the next level by visiting dougmorneau.com and downloading our advanced marketing white papers as well as exclusive resources based on today's episode. That's DougMorneau.com. Until next time, we look forward to serving you right here on Real Marketing Real Fast.